You're listening to the Greencast Advisory Podcast. I'm Glenn Kirby, the Technical Manager for Syngenta UK and Ireland, and here is where you'll find me talking about the content in my turf blog. They'll be short and to the point, so put on those headphones and have a listen to what I've got to say this time. Many of you won't be familiar with the Syngenta Golf website. Uh, The content on there is not generally aimed at green keepers. It's a website where we at Syngenta look at the business of golf on a global scale. It's full of interesting articles, interviews, uh, talking to industry leaders, lots of pieces looking at the future of the game. There's very little on there to do with turf. It's all about um, how the business of golf will succeed and develop in the future. Here at Syngenta, we're really lucky to be a very small wheel in the very big machine that is the golf industry. And this website is our way of giving a little bit back with the with the long-term aim, I guess, of ensuring that the industry is in as strong a place of position in the future to thrive. Now, if you're interested in the business of golf rather than just the game of growing turf, then it's probably worth taking a look. There's some really interesting data on there from the numerous golf surveys we've overtaken uh, over the years and we've shared them with the industry. They can all be found on there and there's links to all of this in my blog. Um, Some of the studies are really interesting about female involvement in golf Uh, golf participation, uh, golfer expectations. So some really useful stuff in there. So go take a look. But one of the most recent studies we've done focused around the industry's mental health, or as I tend to think of it more and more is just our well-being. I think the term mental health tends to uh, conjure up images of people that are struggling uh, I think the reality is we should all be caring and thinking about our well-being. So even those that aren't struggling need to put themselves in a position so they don't struggle. So I personally want to move away from this mental health term and think more of improving everybody's well-being rather than just keeping an eye out for those that are struggling. And uh, let's make sure nobody enters into that phase. So there's some really interesting data on there, um, which we've publicised quite a lot. And again, you can find all that on there. Now, on the back of that, I was asked if I could write a piece for the growing golf section um, to share my experience because I've worked both sides of the fence here. I've spent a lot of time in the industry and I've spent a lot of time working with people who are still in the golf business. Um, So they asked me if I could add any value to the data. Um, Now, before I direct you to that article, um, and I'm going to read it out in here, but I'm going to do it in a posh voice. Um, I thought I should draw your attention to the audience. The Syngenta Golf website has a very different audience to my normal blog and my normal podcast. So it gives me an opportunity to talk to some different people about these challenges. Now, the content on this website tends to appeal to club managers, golf club owners, and a wide range of people who are in a position to have an influence on how this industry runs. I've been asked to contribute regularly to this site, and I'd be really interested in the other subjects you think that I can draw their attention to, these challenging matters that we think really need to be put in front of club management, business owners, 
club professionals, anybody who is in there with a position in a position of influence to influence the business. Um, I'd be really interested to hear what you think are key points. Let me know. Get in touch with me through all the usual platforms, um, or there's a link to a form on the blog. Um, but yeah, let me know what I can talk about. I'm pretty sure I'm going to need to do something about worms and the future of insect management. And um, there's a number of things we can do about well-being, female participation in greenkeeping. There's a whole host of things that I think that we can bring to their attention. But I'd be really interested to know your thoughts because that's going to help me keep it super relevant and super helpful. Anyway, back to the piece that I wrote about our mental health and our own well-being. So this is the article that got posted on there. And um, I'm going to leave you with this any input you've got on this kind of thing that I can do to present to them in the future would be really useful. Okay. A recent survey of turf managers and golf industry professionals found that 60% reported increased mental health problems since the COVID-19 challenges began in March 2020. On top of that, 13% of them sat on the fence, leaving only a quarter of people surveyed convinced that their mental health was in the same place as when we had entered this new COVID-19 world. I speak from experience as I've been in the shoes of these guys and girls. For 25 years, I was a hands-on greenkeeper, and in my career, I was lucky enough to manage several courses. Now I see it from the other side of the fence. My current role means I spend a lot of time communicating with course managers and I see and recognise the reoccurring challenges that working in this environment has on people. When I talk about this to anyone in the outside world, they generally stare at me like I'm crazy. What could be better than working outside in the sunshine with nothing other than nature to worry about? The real pressures of the role are very different incredibly early mornings, long hours, fighting poor weather and regular weekends all takes its toll on your ability to function when you return home to the family. Working in this environment can be incredibly satisfying, but the management challenges are real. The sponge-like position of a course manager stuck between numerous points of communication within a golf club and a greenkeeping team is often a very lonely place. Summoning the energy to motivate your team to maintain a high standard of work when they've just set their alarm for 4.30am for the 13th day in a row is a tough gig. When it's still raining outside and the forecast is showing more of the same, the leadership challenge doubles. When you bolt on the multiple lines of communication you have in a golf club, greens committees, secretaries, professionals, management committee or anyone else that feels it's their place to let their view known it all makes for a pressure cooker compounded by the unpredictable nature of the weather and even more predictable nature of golfers most of the people who find themselves in that role have shown great commitment to the club a steady nature and a love for the golf course but have spent most of their working life sat on a mower and generally haven't gained the experience of managing a team in that pressure cooker environment. It's a recipe for some real problems. The same survey I referred to at the beginning of this blog also conducted within our team here at Syngenta. And interestingly, the percentage of people reporting worsening mental health during this pandemic was very similar to the feedback we had had from turf managers and industry professionals. Hardly surprising on reflection, whilst the security of a steady job puts me in an incredibly fortunate position, my mental health has certainly been stretched this year. There were times in my home life I just had to stop people halfway through their sentence and say, 
I simply don't have the energy to listen to someone else let off steam about how difficult this is. I'd exhausted that long ago on my 10th Zoom call that day. I look back at those times and realise how selfish of me that was, but there have been moments when I simply had nothing left in the tank. The apparent sanctuary of my secure job did nothing to relieve my pressure. In fact, I found myself feeling guilty about the fact my job was seemingly safe. The internal pressures we place on ourselves rarely make sense. I increasingly find myself offering advice to people that I would seldom take myself. The big difference I've noticed from the survey results internally and externally was the response to one question. How well supported are you at work in terms of well-being? A seemingly innocuous question, but the difference was both worrying and significant. Internally, 81% responded positively to this question. Yet of the turf managers and the industry professionals we surveyed, only 54% responded positively. While both groups clearly have a long way to go to make all their teams feel secure and appreciated, knowing 46% of the greenkeeping fraternity feel they aren't being supported at work is a worrying yet not surprising statistic. Whether it's your course manager of a new weekend team member who's been employed to rate bunkers, surely we should be putting measures in place so that they know their well-being is not just taken seriously, but paramount. Those numbers reflect my feelings from sitting both sides of the fence too. Whilst my new role is every bit as challenging as it used to be, the hours are similar, the pressures are probably greater, I now feel like my employer genuinely cares. Someone in a better frame of mind is likely to be happier in their work. They are likely to produce a better quality of work and to be motivated to give their employer more than an unmotivated member of the team would. So ask yourself these two questions. What good reason would you possibly have to make your team think you don't care? And what measures are you putting in place to make sure they know you care, value and appreciate them? At Syngenta, I'm fortunate enough to have access to a mentoring scheme, private health insurance, well-being training and a £75 a year well-being allowance that allows me to purchase something that makes me happy. While I may not make the most of all on offer, it does breed a culture and the feeling that I work in an environment where I'm wanted. I'm not suggesting that these measures are right for your place of work, but ask yourself, what sort of culture are you breeding in your club? What measures could you put in place to lift the well-being of your team? My guess is most clubs haven't given it a thought, or worse still, a new committee has removed something that a previous one put in place. You'll never, ever please everyone, but 46%, nearly half of the people we surveyed, would appreciate a bit more acknowledgement and support urgently. Now that article went out on the Growing Golf website, where you can find a link to on my normal blog. I'd be really interested about the subjects that you think I can cover and try and reach a little bit further um, on there. And um, yeah, look after yourselves. It's a tough world out there at the moment and um, stay safe. Hope you enjoyed the podcast version of Greencast Advisory. For more content like this, check out the Greencast Advisory blog and don't forget to subscribe. Until next time, take care of yourself and thanks for listening.